0: Hey, I'm, I kind of think that
1: P-Town takes pleasure in uh, making you look like a retard, and maybe it's me that's the retard, and I didn't get that you're joking or something, but there's absolutely no such thing as a fucking uh, X-Ray iPhone gadget. I mean, what do you think, it's got fucking like plutonium in the little lens or something? Just think about it for a second. But then again... Maybe I'm the retard. Anyway.
0: This is Sick and Wrong. The world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com
2: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. E. Simon. I'm Lance Wacker. So, Wackerly, I'm glad you uh, made it in here and you're not too distraught over the fact that uh, Walter Koenig, also known as Boner, is uh, missing.
3: Wait, that's, you have it wrong? <laughs> it's Walter Koenig's
2: kid, right? No, it's his name's. Oh, yeah, my bad. Is it Walter, well, Walter Jr.? Walter Koenig is Chekhov. A- Andrew Koenig. Andrew right. Koenig. Right. Boner. Otherwise known as Boner from the show Growing Pains.
3: Walter played the Russian playwright on Star Wars.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Chekhov. <laughs> he wrote The Cherry Orchard.
3: Anton Chekhov. But in space. On yeah. The Millennium Falcon.
2: But uh, Boner is missing, and uh, do, you don't seem to be too worked up about it.
3: Uh, I barely remember those shows from the 80s or 90s. Or
2: missing? Whatever it was. One Boner. <laughs> one Boner missing.
3: Has anybody seen a Boner? <laughs> Uh, No, but it's kind of weird, right? Because he's like a Seattle hipster or something, and he's just gone? They found his car?
2: I have a theory about Boner and where Boner might be. Mm -hmm. So Boner lives in Vancouver. That's where his parents live. Oh, Vancouver. Boner went missing in Vancouver. Boner looks like a hip, cool guy with long hair. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Where do you think Boner might be? kendra's sex dungeon i'm saying bound and gagged in kendra's sex dungeon right now
3: i think boner's a little old for kendra she likes she likes (laughs) preteens i don't think kendra
2: has any limits to her depravity but didn't um she likes washed up child's former child didn't the
3: little kid remember when um what was the blonde daughter's name daughter character's name in growing pains
2: tracy gold
3: uh, remember when the she anorexic children. Remember when she wasn't Cute enough anymore And they got a new little kid Which they used to do With all
2: those oh, shows Oh you're thinking Of the youngest kid you know, no, they, no, al- yeah. they always put in Like a, a young child
3: But that kid just got Thrown in jail in Seattle There's something about The Pacific Northwest And these young child stars And did you see his picture He's got like neck no, tattoos No no no, no and...
2: You know who you're thinking Of the kid from Family Ties Oh yeah Family Ties Yeah, yeah no, I can't that, keep These things straight Yeah no, they're, but they're all The same I mean they're all One of the same So
3: who's the blonde uh, Youngest daughter From Family Ties
2: there wasn't there, a Tina Yathers. Tina, Tina Yathers was young, right. but she grew too old, so then they got another kid. I don't know if they biologically gave birth to this kid or, or stole him from Kenya. Meredith Baxter Ethiopia. Burney
3: had quite a fertile womb. Before yeah. she became a dyke, <laughs> she's dyke. Before now. she started scissoring, we this we need uh, Martin and Steele here because they don't miss a beat on these old shows. They know they'll know like that episode was written by blah 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 Jaime Schmatterstein and uh, was directed by this other guy.
2: No, they seriously are uh, they they're aces at eighties uh, tr- sitcom it's trivia. Sort
3: of a catalog memory or photographic or
2: I think I did too many drugs back then to right. uh, since then. Yeah, so, well, since <laughs> then. And so I'd forgotten It That I wasn't part. all. Popped <laughs> up
3: on the goofballs watching Family <laughs> When That <I>
2: was six. <laughs> Seven. Well, anyway, public service announcement. Boner is missing. If you've seen Boner, or if you've been over to Kendra's basement and you've seen him bound and gagged in there, please and call And if the,
3: he wants to leave.
2: Yeah. If he doesn't want to be found, just hotline. leave him alone. Please call Sickerong Hotline 206 666 3846. We'll help get Boner back to uh, the um, uh, Star Trek checkoff. Yes. So uh, Wackerly, how was the uh, the weekend? Um, it was fine. Did you do anything uh, remarkable?
3: Uh, I watched a little bit of Olympics.
2: Not bad. What did you do? I ended up, uh, you know, it was a regular fun filled weekend for these uh, time. Actually, it wasn't exactly fun filled. I would say <laughs> on a Friday, I ended up having to go to a girl's birthday party. It started out cool. Sounds fun. We went to was the, there pie. Uh, there wasn't. Well, there's was hair pie. Was there a clown? <laughs> There was well, actually there's a uh, a clown porn star. Oh, okay. it was one of her friends. So um, we ended up going to the Fairmont Hotel, the Tonga Room. Yeah, which you know I fully recommend to Man. people. <laughs> really? I think that place is great. <laughs> yeah, I guess
3: I've been there in the last year, and it's kind of a once a year place.
2: It's definitely a but you know once in a while kind of thing to do, but it kind of reminds me of like the the cheesy aspects of Vegas here in San Francisco. That's true. You know it's it's like old a, Vegas, a, old Vegas. It's like <laughs> a, a tiki bar from the seventies. They have like a Hawaiian band that plays on a boat that's floating in a There's pool. Fake rain. There's fake rain. Fake thunder and You can, you can get and all those ridiculous like fru girly drinks. Right. That was fun. But afterwards, we went over to the uh, DNA Lounge to catch a burlesque revival show called Hubba Hubba. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: And I guess this is a troupe uh, that regularly performs in the Bay Area and they do this burlesque thing. And you know what? To be honest, I hate burlesque. I find burlesque to be about as erotic as watching a game of bowling. Huh. Uh, Yeah, I I,
3: I think I'm in agreement with you there. Most burlesque. I think there are certain professional or semi-professional burlesque troops that I don't know things like rehearse their routines, <laughs> spend time and money on their costumes. uh Let's just say know what they're doing.
2: Okay, you're. Who talking, I don't completely mind. Well, you're talking about a professional burlesque troupe that like travels the country, does this professional routine. They probably yeah. make a lot of money, charge like you know yeah, twenty charge, bucks a ticket, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. No, now that is something. I could appreciate, even though the lack of nudity might bother me in the long run. It's but initially, a, it's a I dance show at that. Point. Yeah,
3: but but you're talking about the majority of burlesque that happens in you know this size of a city with a lo- sizable any le- metropolitan I, I don't want to use area. the word, but <laughs> uh, young, fashionable, artistic crowd, hipster crowd.
2: Oh, that's what that's it. what it is. But no, you Bayern. know what it is. The burlesque revival is a hipster. You know, function. It's a hip, It's a function of like the hipster lifestyle. Yes. So what happened? Pointlessness. It, it, it's pointless, <laughs> and it's it's just yeah. It's it's an exercise in futility. Pointless displays
3: what, of retardation.
2: This is what this is why I don't like burlesque. It's watching a fat chick with shitty tattoos or an old chick with shitty tattoos up on just floundering about up on stage with a bunch of feathers in their right. hair. Right. Right. It's like, what's the point? Well, the point
3: is for them to impress their friends. And, w- and I, and I want to test your theory here. Would you really enjoy it if the girl was attractive and had great tattoos? I mean, she's still floundering around up there. I think I'd she has a- no business being on stage. The- let me just, I'm going to say this for everybody. And this is going to, I think, burst a lot of women, female listeners' well, dude, bubbles. I know we have
2: a lot of girls out there that listen to this show I that do are
3: burlesque dancers. The average girl. Does not know how to do an erotic dance. I know, you know, you've tried to give your boyfriend a lap dance, and he did get a boner, and he did fuck you. But that's not because your dance was erotic. That's because he knew he was going to get something. He was going to get laid. The boner yeah. just happens. But the you know, the average ninety percent of women out there, you don't know how to dance, do a sexy dance. You just don't.
2: And especially when you're already intoxicated and you're nervous because you've never done this before. You've right. done it once or twice before. And so you're up on stage performing for your friends and for your boyfriend who you forced to come out and maybe invite a couple of his friends. Right. You're proving something to yourself. You're proving that you And you're you making all this. your friends come along and, and partake You're in not a true exhibitionist. And well, I think if you were a true exhibitionist, then you'd be getting fully nude at a real strip club. Yeah. I mean, that takes... Well, not balls, but labia. boobs, labia. <laughs> that takes ovaries. ovaries. That takes some ovaries to get up there. But you know, okay, I've I've heard girls say this, and a couple of the girls that uh, that were part of the birthday party that I was with, I just sat at the bar, and got really drunk, and, uh-huh. and just kind of like every now and then looked at that like. 250 pound bag of sadness up on stage with a bunch of feathers. (laughs) I don't even
3: think you know what a girl looks like that weighs 250
2: pounds. Dude, there was a a black girl There was a black girl on there that had a lot of roles. I've been
3: to to the DNA Lounge. You can't even fit 250 pounds of flesh in there. You have
2: to include all the patrons. Okay, I'll I'll subtract 50 pounds. But she was at least 200 (laughs) pounds. She was big. Let's
3: say 175. I bet you she was 175. She was a big
2: girl. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, But anyway, I, I was sitting at the bar getting drunk and I was talking to this one girl about how much i loathe burlesque and she was in i, I was Ooh. saying i'd be at more walking
3: inter- on thin ice i
2: was say i'd be more entertained at a drag show you know if we're gonna see a freak show here i'd rather see something that's kind of entertaining something somewhat legitimately freakish then here's just a bunch of fat chicks right and I, like, I, like i said
3: 99 out of 10 uh average women don't know how to dance erotically Nine out of ten, uh, you know, transvestites do know how to dance erotically
2: because that's all they think about. Yeah, and, and they're, you know they're the man, all they think about is making themselves more womany, womanish. And I think they're more true to form. Like I think they follow, like you know, the burlesque how it's supposed to be, like with a uh, you know, Gypsy Rose Lee and uh, their original burlesque dancers. From <laughs> and then, the, the and, and, 30s and they've been and 40s. doing this
3: for years and years, and they've they've accumulated these sexy costumes over their career as a transvestite they didn't come up with this idea four days ago and you know get coked a up hobby. three of the nights yeah. and then rehearse maybe for a half hour before the show
2: or it's like you know I do roller derby during the winter and I do burlesque shows during the summer it's a hobby it's, it's, this, it's a hobby for bored fat chicks <laughs> Or bored old chicks. That's basically what it is. But anyway, the point is, I, I got into an argument, obviously, with this girl. Yeah, I'm willing to say <laughs> these things on the podcast. I'm not saying this to any woman's face, especially. Dude, in the I, I could tell I was seconds away from being slapped, <laughs> which I've, I've been there before. But anyway, I was talking to her about it, and she was saying that, um, you know, the fact of the matter is, burlesque leaves more to the imagination. <sighs> what you don't see is what's erotic. And I looked at her, I was like, That is such a load of shit. That is such a load of shit. I was (laughs) like in this day and age, I was like, it might be erotic to you because you're not up there wanting to see a split beaver up on stage. But for us, we can go pay twenty bucks to go into a strip club on Broadway Street and see an eighteen year old, hot eighteen year old girl get butt naked on stage.
3: For the initial twenty bucks you get to see, you know, five or ten. Five or ten girls, yeah. Naked on stage, fully nude. And then you pick the one you like throw in 40 bucks and not your beavers like grinding on your face.
2: You get, yeah, you get that naked beaver grinding on your crotch directly. Now that is a gratifying experience. Yeah. You know, Uh, seeing, (laughs) seeing like, you know, partial nudity on stage of a girl, you don't even want to see naked. It's not worth the $15 to get in that club. I was actually kind of pissed I even had to pay the money. The Jew was coming out to the forefront. Yeah,
3: Seriously, lady, tell it to Mr. Rogers, and you guys can both go to the land of make-believe together.
2: Yeah, I'm serious. I mean, you know, personally, I hate burlesque. And I know the Suicide Girls have their own burlesque thing that they do, but I put them in the same category. Yeah, it's bullshit. See, this is what I'm saying.
3: It doesn't really matter. I mean, a lot of the Suicide Girls are, are really hot. I still think it's bullshit. I would
2: rather see them butt naked at a strip club. Yeah. You know, where I could pay... I to want to see shove a $5
3: bill into your
2: butthole. <laughs> I want to put, you know, exactly. I want to put like a $5 bill in my mouth and I want them to remove it with their breasts. Yeah. That's what I want. You don't get that in burlesque. I don't want no. to see a, a fat chick with a bunch of feathers shaking her stuff on stage.
3: I also don't like being co-opted to partake in, in the validation of your sex positive attitude. Exactly. I'm very sex negative. It's dirty, and I like it that way.
2: <laughs> it's a filthy habit.
3: I'll tell you what is erotic, though. I was telling you I watched the Olympics. Oh, not, yeah, not really no. purposely. I wasn't like in an Olympic bar, or I wasn't, you know, on my couch watching Olympics. I went to eat at a at a pub with a friend of ours, and uh, oh hey, we look up there like wow, curling,
2: women's curling. Which you know what I would say that's miles more erotic. Have you than, seen uh, it? burlesque? You've yeah, seen it. You know I was going to bring that up on Saturday. So Friday I went to the burlesque. And Saturday I ended up watching the Olympics over at uh, Big Jer's house and my sister's house, and uh, curling was on. Which seems curling seems to be on all the time. It's quite interesting. You know I've never really watched it. It but-
3: combines the best aspects of bowling, which we love to watch, uh, sort of golf and uh, something else, chess.
2: Yeah. And and then pepper it with a bunch of hot Eastern European
3: chicks. And uh, like I was watching the the Danish team play, they're wearing mini
2: skirts. They yeah.
3: have obviously like tights on underneath, but they're still wearing hot ass mini skirts.
2: You know, I was surprised that um, I was watching the Olympics and I actually experienced the chub factor. I was definitely chub. I was chubbed watching the uh, the curlers.
3: If you haven't watched it, you know they basically shove these. Huge rocks around on the ice, right, and try and knock the other team's rocks out of some ring. It's a lot like shuffleboard.
2: Wait, it's kind of like shuffleboard or bowls. I think the English play bowls, long bowls. I don't know what bowls. But it's the same kind of thing. It's a team sport, which stones are slid across a sheet of uh, ice towards a target area, and you knock exactly the same. How's that even different? No, I mean that's what curling is. but That's what bowls is, but with a with bowling round balls on grass. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like there's two teams, and uh, they take turns sliding like a polished blue granite granite stones, right? And so right. it's And, and yeah. then uh, they're, they're the other two team members have brooms or brushes. Yeah. And they kind of they kind of direct the stone. Yeah. As you're
3: explaining the details, my my chubby penis is shrinking. <laughs> Let's get back to the women. <laughs> well, but what but, what what happens is that's the like the, the captain or whatever you want to call her. She's the one who like shoves this big rock down this ice path. And as she does it, she does this, like, sort of splits maneuver, and and then, then, like, slides, like, 20 feet down the ice in this, like, and holding this splits thing, and it's, like, one of the best, like, dance moves you could see in a real, one of those real strip clubs we were seeing before. No, exactly. And they've got these, like, spandex tights on, and you're just, you can basically almost see labia.
2: Or, or mini skirts, yeah. No, it's it's extremely erotic. And then
3: and then this the the woman she sort of yells at the at the women down the ice with the brooms, like sweep lips. I don't know what the fuck they say because the sound think, was off.
2: Think about it this way: not only you watch those girls, and you're like, well, wow, you know, they can really sweep a floor, they can clean your house. Yeah, yeah. Second of all, think of the hand jobs with that, yeah. that that wrist motion and a,
3: and a good grip on I'm the on right, the I, on I, the, rock, uh, hard the rock and the broom handle.
2: But you know what's what's interesting about curling? I haven't seen this much media exposure for curling in any Olympics in any Olympics I've been alive for. Yeah. I don't know why so why the 2010 Olympics in Vancouver all of a sudden it's like the hot chicks of curling calendar that yeah. the fire on ice. We'll put or, a
3: link up to that. It's on Facebook.
2: Yeah, we'll put up the link on the main page. But there's just like all these hot chicks that do curling. And they're young. Why do
3: these girls do curling? Like Karina Scholz of Germany. She's 20. Anna Sidorva of Russia. She's 19. Denise DuPont, Denmark, 25. There's two.
2: They're sisters. Are the, yeah, the, the she
3: has an older sister, but I, I think Denise is the hotter one. Uh, but you know what? To be honest with you, Cheryl Bernard of Canada, she's That's actually four- she's 43. I think she's the hottest.
2: You know, everyone's been saying she's Sarah Palin on ice. She's hotter than Sarah Palin. I think she's hotter than Plus Sarah Plus, she's Palin. not a fucking retard. So, here's my take on why people all of a sudden have this huge boner over this sport. Curling, as opposed to like figure skating or other sports... So, figure skating, you see a hot chick wearing you know, a leotard, but yeah. she's zooming around the Plus zooming around Plus, no, the they have no asses. Or, and there's like a gay dude that's obstructing your view, totally <laughs> cockwalking you. You know, the yeah. whole time. Whereas curling, it's like, okay, you got three chicks there. All right. You know, they got some brooms in their hands, they got yeah. this big granite rock, they're about to slide down some ice. Yeah. They're working together as a team. Yeah. Just remove the rock. Like menage, remove the brooms. And just put your dick in there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're standing there. You can ogle them.
3: They're just standing there and you can sort of, you know, look at their curvaceous bodies. Cuz I'm sort of I mean, I'm into the speed skating chicks so they've got those like thick asses and, and legs, but you can't see them. They're like going 40 miles an hour down the ice. Yeah, but see, you can't stare at their at their at their
2: ass. This is what I was going to. I think this is in contrast to the other Olympic sports. The girls that are curlers are younger. They're not necessarily ripped, muscular chicks. Like a lot right. of those chicks that do skiing and speed skating they and the ripped. women's hockey teams, these girls look, I mean, these girls are probably scissor kickers. Yeah, probably. You know, they're, they're probably lesbian. They, they appear to be very butch. Yeah, they're, they're, muscular. Bru- they're bruisers. Yeah, they're bruisers. And you look at those girls, you're like, yeah, boner killer. I'm, some, not, I'm not really into this. Some bruisers can be hot,
3: but but usually not. You
2: don't need to be a bruiser to be a curler. You don't need to be like this ripped, muscular chick to be a curler.
3: I watched the uh, – I did the only other thing I watched was the female hockey. I think I watched like Finland versus China. And like the Chinese women's
2: hockey <laughs> goalie, it's a scary thing. Is it a Hello Kitty?
3: No, it's, <laughs> I would fuck Hello Kitty. I would not even come near this with my, with my dick out. It's
2: probably because it's a dude. On a She'd probably like, jam her fucking stick on it and cut it off. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like these curler chicks aren't covered in sweat, and, you know, they, they actually put on makeup. They're yeah. pierced. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're hot. They're they do. They the have ice. makeup on. Yeah, they have makeup on. they The hot. hockey
3: players have the helmets on. You can't even barely see their and faces. And when
2: they take off the helmet, you're like, ah, put it back yeah. on. <laughs> right. It's disgusting. <laughs> but, no, it's it's funny that this sport – why do you think this sport has suddenly become eroticized? Like, why now as opposed to four years ago? Were people always into curling? Do well, they have you're more asking attractive two, you're chicks you me two in?
3: questions. Why is curling popular, and then why – I think, I think they're related. Curling has become popular because of Tiger
2: Woods. Because it's, they're comparing it to golf?
3: No, because Tiger Woods is out of golf, so who in their right mind is watching golf? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Tiger Woods is gone. Golf is once again retarded. <laughs> and, and Boring. Th- Yeah, and boring. And so now, those same people with that same mentality, like, I just want to watch something relaxing where I can sort of pay attention to what's going on and I'm not like zipping back and forth watching the basketball go up and down the court or, you know, whatnot. They watch curling. It's
2: soothing. It's calming. It's calming. It's a
3: calming thing to watch. And now that people are watching curling, they're like,
2: wow, I never noticed it before. But these fucking female curlers are sexy. (laughs) I want to bone them. And you can, you know what, furthermore, it's like you can put in a 17-year-old chick and she can be Mm -hmm. a professional curler. Yeah. Whereas a 17-year-old chick, you know, probably couldn't be a professional hockey player because you need a few years of experience. You
3: need to build up the muscle, have a couple of years of roid taking, you know, grow grow a mustache, that sort of thing.
2: Well, people can say, you know, dissenters can say, well, look at the, uh, you know, Summer Olympics, look at gymnasts. Well, if you're looking at a gymnast, you're probably a pedophile if you're getting a bonus. Because yeah, those girls look are like 12, they're like 12. Too young. They <laughs> are 12. Whereas, like, I think curling is the... The, the sport of ideal curling, age. women's curling, is the ideal age. They're 17 to, like, well, 43. But 17 to 22. I think they're, most of them. Most of them are 17 hot. to 25. Just say that. Re- regardless
3: of age. There's no, like... There's no snapping turtles out there.
2: I think, yeah, there, there aren't any snapping turtles playing <laughs> curling. But I think part of the allure is the fact that these are, like, girl-next-door types. Well, yeah, They're not I mean, all models. They're not no. like, uh, you know, I don't know who the famous... Uh, they're attainable. They're attainable. And it's kind of... Like, all I had
3: to do is express my interest in curling, and be like, tell me, how'd you get into curling? God, it's so interesting. Do you even understand English? <laughs> Probably
2: not. <laughs> Come back to my apartment in Oakland. I'm There's making no the curling analogy there, analogy here. Anyway. I'm, I'm making the analogy here to amateur porn. Instead of watching Gemma Jam- Jenna Jameson up there, you're watching a girl that's like, she's a hot amateur. Uh-huh. You know?
3: Well, I, I'm having trouble with this
2: analogy. <laughs> all right, think about this way, Rackley.
3: Professional porn is to amateur porn as what is to curling? <laughs> Whatever. I'm, it, I think I'm, we, I'm we, I'm all for this we all know what you're getting all at. all know what you're getting at. All
2: I'm saying, okay, in amateur porn, you look at that, you're like, you find it arousing because you're like, that girl's attainable. You yes. know, she looks like this, this hot chick, you know, that lives up the street I might see it. She's mall. into curling. She's probably She's not probably in, into, she's not
3: into uh, you know... Uh, buying really, ex- she's not like a model that needs some like, you know, industrial magnate with a bunch who's a billionaire to like talk to and date. But she's also she's just a chick who's into curling. She's also not she a chick would that's, fuck me.
2: But she's also not a chick that's like, uh, yeah, you're not an athlete and uh, you need to be like this amazing skier or oh, snowboarder. That's a good point. You know, it's like she's like like, Venus, really? like You can <laughs> ball? Yeah, Venus can ball. Williams isn't gonna date me. No, because Venus- she's gonna be like. You're gross and out of shape, and Do you, you want to date Venus Williams? Yeah. All right, wackily, that's another story altogether. <laughs> well, yeah, talk,
3: talk about talk about like a, an intense athlete that you'd be into. I don't know. Danica Patrick.
2: I don't even know who that is. She's Let me the think race of, car uh, chick. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've followed uh, female Any sports, sports here. Yeah, but what you about know, what, some of these other ten- what about some well, of these blonde Russian tennis Anna players? Anna Sidorva, the Russian uh, curler. What she's, you're saying dude,
3: I I actually think she's kind of out here. Like, she's dude, pretty she's hot. She's amazing.
2: She's pretty hot. I was I was but watching she knows it. It, it was funny because I was watching it at uh you know the Olympics at, at uh, Stephanie's house on Saturday, and I'm just sitting there like oh my god these girls are really hot, and I kind of felt some you know some movement downstairs. There was and it so, moved. Anyway, like the, you know the match ended and uh like men's speed skating came on full on boner killer. I'm like I'm out of here. I don't want to watch that those fairies skate around on ice. <laughs> I don't know if the speed skaters are necessarily gay. They seem kind of gay. Any, any guy that ice skates is a little gay, unless you're, you're are playing you, hockey. Are you against unless the, you're playing hockey. you against hockey. the skin suit? Is that the problem? All of it. The, the whole sport. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't even consider it to be much of a sport. They're just skating around. around. Unless you're playing hockey, it's kind of gay for guys to ice skate. I'm sorry. Okay. Unless you're like a Brian Boitano fan, you know I don't. I don't know. But anyway, I came home and uh, I, I saw all these pictures of uh, Anna Sidorova online wearing some sexy outfits. And you specifically one sought out. them out. They didn't just pop up on your computer. Well, once I typed them into the <laughs> uh, the Google window, yes, they did. But anyway, you know, I ended up rubbing one out, and I was thinking, you know what? Curling is a good sport because you can actually masturbate to it. Yeah, I fully endorse curling. I don't know what other sport you can really. I, I like the Winter Olympics better than the Summer Olympics. Sport fucking maybe. How, oh yeah, sport fucking. That's <laughs> I don't, that's a long way off from being in the Olympics. How much? How much longer are the Olympics going on? Is it almost over?
3: I don't know. I'm pretty bored with it. I, like I said, I've watched two things. I watched the women's curling match and I watched the women's hockey. Now I'm done.
2: Yeah, I mean, I couldn't really care less. It's just you know. But at the same time, it's like I was a little impressed with the women's curling. Yeah, I think I'll watch women's curling. You know. Even outside the Olympics. Put it this way I'd rather go watch a women's curling match than a burlesque show. That's very That's all I true. I Very true. People, well, this was episode 215 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. A quick recap of last week's show, episode 214. Uh, we did three listener submissions. Uh, listener one, um, you know, I wrote down his name. I think his name's Austin here. Sending a story about a man who waterboarded his daughter, four year old daughter, so she yes. could learn her ABCs. Yeah. Tough love. Um, listener two sent a story, James here, about, uh, kittens that were fed to, uh, Pitbull. And, uh, listener three sent a story about Japanese marriage wreckers for hire. Listener one story, the waterboarding story, came in first place with 153 votes. The, uh, kitten story came in second with 92. And the Japanese marriage wreckers, people didn't think was all that sick and wrong, only came in with 34 votes.
3: It's more interesting than sick and wrong. Although the guy did, uh, get
2: murdered, right?
3: Or he, he murdered the chick. He murdered the chick, but yeah. you gotta
2: admit, that's one hell of a job. Yeah, it really is. I'd be into it. Um, so <laughs> congratulations there, Austin. You won episode two fourteen. People, you know the way sick and wrong works. Whacker and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. We present them here on the show, the audience votes. And uh, the winner gets sick and wrong care package. You can email stories to sick and wrong podcasts at, at hotmail.com or submit them directly through the forum. You can also send them to, to one of our Facebook Sick and Wrong Facebook pages.
3: Yes, you could, but I probably won't get mine.
2: <laughs> yeah, I probably won't check it. Just send it to the Hotmail address. It'll, yeah. it'll, come, in, it'll come in much quicker. Um, we got a bunch of good listener submissions here this week. It was difficult to uh, pare it down. Uh, one story was sent in by like 50 people. There's always that one story that comes out. But this, this, the subject of this story, people have been already making the comparisons to the U.S. This, they're saying it's the U.S. version of Joseph Fritzl. Really? So we'll get to that story in a second. Uh, before we uh, get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Uh, we're back to our same old uh, regular uh, promotion here. Did we come up with a name for what we're going to do for the month of uh, March? Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say February. No, we well, have February's almost over. We, we have one more week to come up with something. Yeah,
3: February was dominated by Valentine's Day, so March is going to be... You I know, kinda wanna masturbation do-
2: march is just too broad, right? Yeah, but I kind of like that. Masturbation March. It's all about just... Toys mas- for yourself. Masturbatory March. You nothing for, for yourself. Nothing
3: for your partner. As Be if, selfish. As if, as if you have a partner.
2: Be selfish for the uh, month of March. Yeah, I know, exactly. I don't know how many uh, how many listeners we have out there that are actually buying items for their partners. So it's people, not like Kendra's buying anything for Boner. He's tied up in the basement. He will get nothing. Yeah, Boner will get nothing but the whips and chains. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off just... About any item, Uh, when you order your item at fifty percent off, you also get three free adult DVDs and a free sensual gift, which uh, we determine is uh, smelly lube. Uh, They also throw in free shipping for the entire order, so check that out. Fifty percent off your item when you type diddle for the offer code upon checkout. Three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. That's D I D D L E when you check out. So Wackley, I don't know if you started last week. I think I I always forget pretty much What, what was we my talk about last what week? What was the
3: story I read last week? About the puppy and the kittens? Oh the kittens. Because it wasn't a puppy. Yeah. I don't, I don't think know, I did start. Why don't
2: you kick off episode you want me to start? Yeah, why don't you kick off episode uh, 215 here with your story.
3: Gentlemen, dibs. Not many details yet. I'm hoping it was gruesome and children were That's watching. That's a familiar voice. Yes, I'm doing an impression of one of the older or or you know, historic callers. C- can you name him? Brad the Impaler. Brad the Impaler. Keep it sick, etc. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty dead um, on, you got to admit. He sent this one in, which I think other people did too, but we're going to give it to him because he did call Dibs. <laughs> There was a bit of a fracas
2: at SeaWorld's Shamu Stadium in Orlando, Florida. You know, it's a very topical story. That just happened today? Yes. Wow, Brad's on it. Uh
3: is Orlando the home of like the original SeaWorld? I, I tend to think it is.
2: You know, I think I've been to that SeaWorld before. I, I think, think I that's the original also. SeaWorld.
3: There's one out here too, but I think that was the Yeah, like have you been to Stone. that
2: tragic SeaWorld that's at v- yeah. in Vallejo?
3: <laughs> it keeps getting resold. It was six flags, then it was SeaWorld, then it was six flags, now it's like and you can see, like, no, it's it, like crime town or in, something.
2: In the seal pool, you can see the empty 40s of St. Ives just floating. <laughs> <laughs> Seals are all drunk and ghetto. Yeah. People
3: are getting raped and shot in Vallejo on a daily basis. But at least they have SeaWorlds.
2: In Orlando, though, they have, like, a real SeaWorld facility the, the original. The original. The yeah.
3: OG SeaWorld. And and it is the Shamu Stadium. Now, Sea Lions. Sorry, Sea Lions. Killer whales don't live to be, like, 150 years old. They're not, like, sea turtles, right? I, you know, I don't think so.
2: I think, well, what's the lifespan of a, of a whale? Of I a have no idea, whale? but just suffice it to say. i it's, like, 40 years, probably.
3: Really? Because yeah. I bet it's more, like, maybe 20 at the
2: outside. Nah, dude, those things, those humpback whales live to be, like, 50. This is
3: not a humpback. A killer whale? It's a
2: killer whale. But anyways. In, in captivity, I bet you they can live, like, 30 years. You think they live longer in captivity? Do we have any marine biologists listening to the show? <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's a golf ball lodged in the blowhole, um, but my point being, this isn't Shamu anymore. It's not the original Shamu, right? They no, may dude. call it Shamu Stadium when you go to see the killer whale performance. They say, "Oh, here
2: comes Shamu," but it's like Santa, right? It's well, not the. It's not the original Santa. The fact of the matter is, they all look alike. So, does it really? I mean, is, oh, does it really matter? Or oh, they all
3: look alike to you?
2: Dude, can you really tell the difference yeah, well, between you know Shamu and other We will? look alike to
3: them, also. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the Jewish orcas because they have the big snout <laughs> and the little curls that come down on the side, and they'll try to steal your pennies. Actually, and it says right here in the article, SeaWorld uses the name Shamu as a stage name for any of the male or female orcas in well, the show. What am
2: I saying? What, what did I just say? They all, they all look, look alike. alike
3: yeah. This, this uh, killer whale's real name was Tillicum. I, I don't know if it was on its a driver's license or what. I mean, it's Tilikum. a fucking animal. It doesn't really have a name. I um, think there was
2: one of the natives in Avatar named Tillicum. Tillicum? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Avatar porn I watched the other day. Uh, well, let me get to the meat of the
3: story here. The meat of the whale. There's a 40-year-old woman who's been identified by sheriff's spokesman Jim Solomon's as trainer Don Brancheau. She was in the whale holding area at about 2 p.m. when she apparently slipped or fell into the tank, which Uh-oh. is fine. I thought they don't they Isn't ride the, the whales. I mean, aren't these like? the gentle giants of the sea they'll carry you around and you balance on their nose or, you're thinking z- or is of dolphins. dolphins you're thinking of
2: dolphins but no i, I mean they're kind of like interchangeable don't they ride the killer whales too isn't yeah. that part of the show right she's the trainer yeah. isn't she in the tank all the time don't they say I mean, the... she's not drunk I'm not saying that Well don't they say These killer whales Are intelligent mammals They can communicate uh, right. With their trainers
3: Right And they know sign language And you give it a kitten And it's like It's pet And it has like A gorilla friend And they something. love
2: Jumping through hoops For <laughs> it's like Fat hoop.
3: American tourists I, I thought they enjoy that Well I think we should remember That they are called Killer whales Oh yeah I forgot about that Everybody forgets <laughs> They're so cute Look I bought a killer whale Stuffed animal for my kid They're not called Hippie whales <laughs> <laughs> A witness told CNN Cable News Network affiliate WKMG TV that the that Tillicum, the killer whale, remember killer, approached the glass side of the thirty five five foot deep tank at Shamu Stadium, jumped up, grabbed the trainer by the waist, shaking her so violently that her shoe came off. <laughs> I usually don't swim with shoes, but uh maybe she wasn't planning on swimming.
2: Oh okay, wait, she fell in the tank though, and then he just cruised up There's and he conf- grabbed her.
3: <laughs> There's conflicting stories. This is the witness saying that she was just grabbed out of out of off the side of the tank by the whale. Uh the uh, opera- the sheriff is saying that she fell in. Apparently slipped or fell in.
2: I would believe the sheriff more than the witness because you know people get really stoned when they go to SeaWorld <laughs> Really stoned. Really Why else would you stoned. And
3: then you see a. Seated, I did. Then you see a CNN camera and you're just like,
2: oh yeah, dude, I got to talk dude. to that guy. You'll never believe what happened, man. There is blood everywhere. I got an arm in my funnel cake. What time is this gonna be on, dude?
3: <laughs> what channel? Well, hang on, write it down. I'm really stoned. I'll forget.
2: Yeah, hyperbole happens when you see a camera. One of our most experienced animal
3: trainers drowned, said Dan Brown, vice president of SeaWorld Orlando. It's a tragedy. Guest, uh, one of the guests of the park, David Dalton, told us the CNN affiliate that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, two of the bigger whales just kind of flipped out, going as fast as they could in the water, showing off.
2: Dude, they're making their escape. That's what that is. That's like a prison riot right there.
3: Yeah, I don't think the ocean's very close. I know, but they didn't know that. <laughs> Right. In two thousand six, uh this was a past incident, so you kinda you kinda wonder like is this totally unexpected or what's going on? And actually, you know, this kind of thing has happened before. In two thousand six a trainer at the adventure park was hospitalized after a killer whale grabbed him and twice held him underwater.
2: I heard during about, the, show I remember at the when that. I remember
3: that too. He didn't die, remember. That was kinda why we probably didn't do his story. But the uh the whale was seriously showing him who his boss was. <laughs> I guess the staff didn't get the message. hell of a way to dominate. Yeah. yeah Remember when I held that guy underwater?
2: Twice, and then I let him live? Not anymore, buddies. So, till I come, till I come. Till I come. Grabbed this woman, shook her, gave her a good shaking. This was a guy back then okay years. but this time he ge- he gave the trainer a good shaking and she drowned did he pull her under water and hold her or what happened
3: i think she, he just Snap bit the shit out of her yeah and drowned her and probably broke her back all at once i mean have you seen these things teeth yeah no, that's, nothing yeah. to be trifled with i mean did, did he eat her uh i i it doesn't say in the article but i mean don't you think they were like jabbing him with pokers and stuff <laughs> at that point i would be is she seal shaped we are have you see, okay, <laughs> have you seen a killer whale? They weigh like four thousand pounds, maybe five thousand pounds. Their eyeball is the size of a marble. <laughs> I don't think they see so good.
2: <laughs> they, can, they can tell if something's a yeah, seal or not. We're all
3: seal shaped, <laughs> you know. And, you, and, and when you've been in a tank with no seals for years and years, everything looks like a seal. Yeah, I imagine
2: everything. Every you time, it's all like the time, you, it's seal time.
3: It's like when you're in prison, you just fuck the first thing that you see coming out of prison. Yep, a shit yeah. pussy can be a pussy. It can be. Yeah, they're all pussies. So well, um, wait, wait, wait. Okay, not done. <laughs> in 1999. This same killer whale, "Till I Come," was blamed for the death of twenty-seven of a twenty-seven-year-old man whose body was found floating on his back in a tank at SeaWorld that apparently was a victim of the whale's horseplay. <laughs> 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 oh, this well should uh, be introduced to Mister Hands. Apparently, this guy didn't even work for the park, but he, he was drunk and h- hid in the park, and maybe he was a little high on some LSD or something. And then when all the uh, park workers went home, he like got in the pool to swim in the thing. They determined that he died of hypothermia, but maybe also like he was held into the water by the g- thing, or the, the thing
2: just tore the crap out of him. Yeah. Oh, meaning. and did I say five thousand pounds? The
3: eleven thousand pound, twenty-two the, the, foot the, long till it whale comes eleven
2: thousand. 000- He's
3: 22 feet long, and he was not accustomed to people being in his tank, and wouldn't have realized he was dealing with a very fragile human being. By fragile, they mean intoxicated? Yeah, when something weighs, you know, 5,000 times your weight, you're fragile to it. But <laughs> but I want to, you know, maybe it's not accustomed to being in a fucking tank, it's accustomed to being <laughs> in the ocean. Maybe that's the problem here, I don't want to go off on a pita rant or anything, but... So, uh, do, do people really need to go watch a fucking killer whale swim around and bounce a ball into Jump in through nose? a hoop
2: and grab it? Yeah, a little beach ball? No, Can't I think it's, find, it's can unnecessary. Can't you just go,
3: go to the beach and like, turn yourself into a lobster and make a sandcastle? Isn't that enough? <laughs> You're in Florida. Go buy some meth. So
2: Push my, an old person over. My question is, when a dog you know, bites its owner or bites a random passerby... They put the dog down. Put it down. What do they do with the killer whale? This thing's worth a lot of money, dude. Yeah, I know. It's like, you know, it's in captivity. So they just sort of like, well, you know, this killer whale's has a couple black marks on his record. <laughs> Killed a couple people. But hey, you know, we're... You could still train him, he's cool.: Well, they're going to beat the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do they do? I mean, do give they give the plotters? next trainer a raise? <laughs> they the <next laughs> like, just give him the tank. It's I still-. guess you can't put down the whale. It's they you know, dead know dead. knock all its teeth
3: out. <laughs> <laughs> put some type of a whale muzzle on it? I don't know.
2: So on the sick and wrong star scale, you know, I don't want to give this a high score, mainly because because you asshole? Know why? because I'm rooting for the whale. Oh, whenever something like this happens, I don't think it's that sick and wrong that this whale, you know, violated this trainer and tore this trainer apart. Right. I think they should. And they should do more until they finally are like, you know what? This killer whale is too violent to in captivity. We're going to release it in the wild. But that's I let like, it go fuck up some things in the ocean where it should be fucking but that's up. like
3: that's like blaming the waiter that your food sucks at a restaurant. It's like not the waiter's problem. It's the owner, the cheap ass owner who's not paying for good ingredients, and the chef who's a lazy buttfuck. Well, i mean a- the whale should have jumped out of his tank. And gone for this guy, you know, uh what's his name? The pre- the Jim Solomons, who's like the uh no, sorry, that's the sheriff. Uh,
2: blah, 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 blah. Oh, Dan, Dan, Dan Brown. The the Dan Brown, the, the spokesperson. Dan Brown. For, well, he's the sea vice World.
3: president of SeaWorld Orlando, and he wrote a shitty book, and they made two <laughs> shitty movies out of it. Fuck Dan Brown and his Da Vinci Code and his fucking SeaWorld.
2: If you ask me, the the what the whale should have done is pull a free willy dove out and just landed on people in the audience in the crowd, see how many people they could take out. I once. blame I blame I would the give crowd. That Five I blame star. the
3: crowd. Also, the trainer is just trying to make a buck and stay off welfare. The crowd is to blame.
2: In terms of sick and wrong, I don't think the story is that sick and wrong. I'm going to give it three stars. But the fact that he uh, ripped the uh, trainer apart and the shoe came off, I'm going to up up it to three point seven five. Really, the shoe does it for you. The shoe did it for me. <laughs> I'm giving it a four and a half. All right, four point five. Well, we'll see the listening audience to say about that. <laughs> This is the number one story of the week here. I don't want to hype it up too much, but we probably got like 50 people that sent this in the past couple of days. So we took the first uh, submitter here. His name is Chainsaw. He wrote, what's up, Jew boy and whack off. Has Chainsaw submitted before? I remember making fun of his name. I don't know. Feel yeah. free. He was the first person to send this in. All right. That's fine. Uh, this motherfucker has officially become king of the pedos. He's the pedo bear incarnate. Doctor Earl needs- Grizzly. <laughs> the pedo grizzly. Doctor <laughs> Earl needs to start popping up in random child pictures like the pedo bear. Also, if you took your kid to a guy that looks this fucking crazy your kid deserves to be raped. I'm just saying this. and well, gentlemen, chainsaw. <laughs> how
3: about you deserve to be raped? It's not the kid's <laughs> fault. He kid doesn't want to go to the doctor to begin with.
2: Yeah, but uh, you know, did you, have you seen a picture of the subject of this story? Yes, I've seen it. All right. Well, we'll get into that in a second. So pediatrician Earl Bradley is charged with the molestation of 103 children. A lot of the um, people on the, uh, the forum and also uh, that, sent, that sent the story in are comparing him to uh, Joseph Fritzl in in terms of sheer atrocity. Hmm. But I'll leave you Seems like a stretch, but okay. I'll leave you to judge who is uh, more sick and wrong. Um Delaware State Attorney General's office says that there could be more victims. A popular Delaware pediatrician has been indicted by a grand jury that jury that charged him with molestation of 103 children. And hmm. you you hear 103 you're like, "Wow, that's high." But is it that high compared to Catholic priests? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought Catholic priest molestation counts are at least up in the 200s.
3: Right, but, but there's tons and tons of Catholic priests all, all working together.
2: Teamwork like so you're, much like a curling team. So you're saying just the ratio of Catholic a diddling Greece team. To, uh, the Catholic diddling team.
3: <laughs> this guy, this one guy is like getting up there to like a whole, you know, diocese or something.
2: Yeah, okay. No, I, yeah. He's sure definitely giving
3: that. the Catholic Church a run for its money.
2: So Dr. Earl Bradley, 56 years old, is being held right now on 2.9 million dollar cash bond following his arrest last December. Uh, Seems low. Yeah, no. He's a doctor. He has a lot of money. Yeah, well, I wonder if a doctor in uh, in Lewes, Delaware, has as much money as a doctor would say in New York City. No, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> <So maybe laughs> but you this... remember, he only
3: needs he only needs two hundred ninety thousand to post. Bail I'm surprised they would even bond. let this
2: guy post bail. But yeah. you know, he is a doctor. He was initially charged with thirty three felony accounts. If, if, he, if he,
3: you know, because usually the reason they don't let you post bail is because they think you're a flight risk. But they could just put a small child on the field, and, and
2: he would it would be like bait. He would come back. He would back. come running back. Yeah. Bait him like the pedo bear. So you could put a little small child in the box with a stick holding up the box. Right. I mean, and like pull that... Pull the stick uh, out, and you yeah, caught him. Right. That works. So he was initially charged with 33 felony counts, including rape and sexual exploitation of a child. But the number of victims has now more than tripled. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people Not are coming forward. Not looking good for him. Um, Apparently these incidents took place at his Lewes, Delaware practice called Baybies, B-A-Y-B-E-E-S, Pediatrics, where he's accused of videotaping the sex acts while the children's parents waited in the waiting room. Have I, you seen wh- the sign? <laughs> okay. Have you seen the baby sign? Yeah, and let me make a <laughs> comment about
3: that. Regardless if your doctor is molesting your, your offspring, your spawn... If he has a novelty spelling in the title of his clinic...
2: Be wary. That's a deal breaker. I, I would say so. <laughs> Bay-bees. <And laughs> they're least like he little didn't baby heads a, on bee bodies. At least you didn't put a Z at the end of bees. Yeah. no. Maybe if he was in Oakland. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll have to post a picture of that sign, though. I,
3: let me just make a blanket statement. Don't take your kid to any
2: pediatrician in Oakland at all. Just stay out of town. <laughs> if convicted, Bradley faces a mandatory sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole.
3: So I was going to ask that. This is this is this a capital offense? Yeah. Well, it's no, definitely. it's not. I mean, he's not going to be. It isn't capital? Does that mean you can get capital punishment?
2: No, I don't think. Uh, I don't. I don't think they have the death penalty in Delaware anyway. Jesus. This is life
3: How many kids do you have to molest around here to get the electric chair? But I think you should. I mean, find, come on.
2: I think you should find solace. <laughs> Am I right? In the, I think you should find solace in the fact no matter what sentence he does get, his balls will be crushed by another inmate.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andy will be cornholed on yeah. a daily basis and probably shivved within five days.
2: So here's an interesting statistic here: of the 103 children mentioned in the indictment, only one of them was male. So there's a contrast to the Catholic priests.
3: Yeah, I think most male molesters usually did all boys. Isn't that yeah, true? Yeah,
2: that's what I th- always thought. I, th- I thought that's how it worked, but you know what? I don't think you can predict that with any accuracy.
3: No, I think no. it's a completely bullshit statement that I just made up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> completely unfounded. Like most of the bullshit that we say here on this show. Our gay fans will be hate mailing me. Some of the children were allegedly molested continuously over a series of day or, days or months. Um, and uh, some were, were uh, molested over a period of years. The thing that makes this case so troubling and horrific is the alleged abuse of trust in this matter. Uh, people- really?
3: Because I thought it was diddling the children. <laughs> that was the worst part. But
2: no, it's about the trust. Well, of it's the abuse is. of trust of the yeah. parents and the child. Yeah. I'm sure the parents feel really bad. But Did- remember, your kid was touched. <laughs> and not only that, you know, when you hear, okay, kids being diddled, you're thinking a six year old, maybe the youngest. He was diddling kids that were three months old. The youngest kid was three months old. How do you diddle a three-month-old? What can you possibly do to a three-month-old? Mm.
3: Are you really making, me,
2: are you making me imagine
3: what no, I'm not going to think about that. That's I, not a thought experiment I'm going to partake in.
2: I'm just saying that a three month old is a little young to diddle, even for professional diddlers. Like I just a,
3: think it's it's like that joke about, you know, a grizzly bear and a bunny rabbit are taking a shit in the woods and the grizzly bear looks over at the bunny rabbit and says You know, do you ever have a problem with shit sticking to your fur? And the rabbit sort of looks around and sort of takes a look at its fur and is like, no, I don't have that problem. So the grizzly bear picks up the rabbit and wipes his ass with it. <laughs> I think you just rub the three-month-old sort of around
2: your parts. So you just use the three-month-old as toilet paper.
3: Or, well, you know, wiping your balls. Rub- rubbing okay, your wiping balls. your balls. With rubbing. It, yeah. I think it's rubbing, not wiping.
2: But I, I, wanted, ju- I just wanted to tell that joke. <laughs> <I> don- <laughs> so it says it's A-list material. Yeah, I just feel that if, I, you know, the only way you can get a boner anymore is to molest a three-month-old, you should just kill yourself. You should just end it. Well, Seriously. try watching
3: Curling before you kill yourself. Yeah. But then, <laughs> if that doesn't work, kill
2: yourself. So, the investigation here is spurred after a two-year-old girl told her mother that Bradley had touched her genitals and hurt her. Uh, and this uh, uh, led the mother to investigate the matter. Uh, she claimed that, the, that Bradley first examined the toddler in her presence, but then removed the victim to the basement of the office where a toy room is located. Boy, now, now, this I, is Fritz-alike. No, exactly. The it, toy it, dungeon? The toy dungeon in the bottom. Not only did he have a toy dungeon, he had multiple themed rooms at his office here. Mm. I guess his office was filled with toys and rides and all sorts of things that uh, kids well, would enjoy, much like the Neverland Ranch.
3: <laughs> babies love toys and rides and themes. Right? So,
2: but what is interesting about this, if you're a parent, wouldn't you be with your child the entire time when the kid is being examined, you're not going to be like, oh, that's cool, dude. I'll be back in a couple of hours and go out of the car, smoke a joint. I'll be back. <laughs> you know, just, uh, yeah. Uh, it was a speculum, anal sp- Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I don't want to see that anyway. Nah, that, that's disgusting. You know, it, it, that's all you, buddy. Yeah. Just not give him a uh, well, sucker when you're done. You know,
3: it's a crime of opportunity, right? Like, maybe nine out of ten parents were like, oh, no, I'll come down and, and see whatever you have to do and the be toy there. Room. But, like, you know, the, yeah, there the was the one out of every ten parents who were just like, oh, finally, I got to go smoke my cool 100 <laughs> while you take care of the kid. Those are the ones that got diddled.
2: Well, this mother here claims she permitted her daughter to be alone with Bradley because of his position as a doctor and because she trusted him.
3: I mean, he works for the Babies Clinic. <laughs> Why would I ever wonder about his intentions?
2: So, a couple of his examination rooms, and listen to this. Like when when I describe his office, it sounds like it's a pedophile strip club, which, uh, the,
3: it, which it pretty much is. Yeah,
2: pretty much is. The examination room is known as the Pinocchio Room because of its decorations that were seen frequently on the videotapes obtained by authorities that reportedly show Bradley undressing his patients and performing sex acts on them. <laughs> If
3: you tell a lie, Pinocchio's nose is gonna grow. Oh,
2: it's growing! You must be lying. Stop lying!
3: Stop lying! lying. Now are these are these the trademarked, you know, Walt Disney depictions of Pinocchio? Because he's probably in a lot worse condition if that gets out than diddling children. I mean, Walt Disney will sue the shit out of you. Yeah, I imagine some copyright infringement.
2: infringement going on here. Um, In another room decked out with the Little Mermaid paraphernalia, equally horrific abuse allegedly occurred at the hands of Bradley. Uh, Investigators said that he was seen on tapes muzzling, screaming children as they tried to flee the abuse that was happening in the mermaid room.
3: <laughs> what three months old can't, three month olds can't even crawl
2: yet. So, what are they like wa- rolling away? Well, I'm picturing these are probably the older kids. Oh, the but older seriously, kids. Seriously, the little mermaid room sounds like it's like the champagne room, the, the VIP. VIP room. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know, you go in there, bust out the Flintstone vitamins, <laughs> um, the you know, disco
3: biscuits.
2: <laughs> you, what was he using to muzzle the kid with? Uh, Sebastian the crab plush toy. <laughs> Yeah, I I, 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 just don't I can't believe this. you
3: know the name of the crab.
2: Like you don't. What was the name.
3: crab's friend's name? What was the the crab's friend was a lobster? A crab? A crab? No, he a crab? was a, a crab. There
2: was like a, a chocolate starfish or something oh, okay. that he was that he hung out with. <laughs> I, I don't know if uh, Dr. Bradley here busted out the starfish. <laughs> I, I Jesus, bet you the kids hope probably were introduced to the chocolate starfish. Mm. Now, now, here's a mental image for you. Bradley's described as 6-foot, 225-pound man. We're going to post this picture on the main page. The guy looks like a biker.
3: Can we also post a picture of the babies clinic?
2: Yeah, with the Because I'm
3: really surprised he even has a basement. It looks like a goddamn trailer. <laughs> Doesn't
2: it? So, in the basement Are they really down in a crawl space? Like... It, No, seriously, it looks like John Wayne Gacy's house. But uh, the guy had a a violently enraged expression on his face as he yelled to his two-year-old patients to perform oral sex acts on him. Wow. Yeah. uh, Kind of like
3: Beauty and the Beast. He's the
2: beast. uh, No, he's definitely beast-like. That particular video was described by the investigators' officers as one of the most violent, brutal attacks on a child of any age that he had seen. Well... As we pointed out, they always yeah say that. they always say that. But you know what though, it's got to be difficult for a police. Officer but it's all on s- tape. Could, could you imagine being like, oh dude, they're in the Little Mermaid room. This is going to be bad. Can this you imagine? Be- that- He's got the crab in his hand. Can you imagine
3: sort of finding out that this guy is doing this and being like, okay, well we totally have him convicted. You know, we've got all these kids' uh, corroboration. We've let the parents say that, and then you're like, oh wait, he taped it all. Oh wait! I have to watch all the tapes. Fuck, because you do. You even if you have a completely airtight case, they somebody's got to gotta watch all the tapes.
2: But even if you're a jury on this guy's trial, yeah, a jury member, They're you probably gonna, have to. You probably have to watch it.
3: Well, they'll, they'll select a couple, the most egregious to show the jury.
2: I wonder if they'll pixelate they, they'll ask, it out. Do you think they'll this pixelate is, it out? This is uh, no know, scenes from, from, from the Little the, Mermaid room. From
3: all, for one thing that I know from my crime drama viewing on TV. You don't want to show the jury too much because then they'll become desensitized. You want to like titillate them or, you know, horrify them with a little bit, with a little bit.
2: Do you think the, uh,
3: but, but somebody in the police department has to watch watch and probably the DA has to watch every, can you, so like say tomorrow for the next two weeks, all you're going to do for 10 hours
2: a day is watch this guy. Dr. Bradley fuck children. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I think I'd quit. takes a lot of coffee. Yeah, a lot of coffee and a lot of donuts. And you know, So wonder... Zoloft, <laughs> and Prozac, <Yeah>. and <laughs> And Zanex. hours and hours of therapy. And maybe a couple trips to the strip club after work. Do you think that uh, actually probably... Or like, you could just watch curling. Yeah, just curling. Just probably, you know, a couple days of curling, you're fine. But do you think he named the videotapes like Alice in Bonerland? Uh, beauty and my peace. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just wonder what happened. The little there. sperm maid. <laughs> Snow White. <laughs> the little sperm maid. That's the word, dude. You're going to hell for that. <laughs> so okay, Wackerly, well, uh, In closing here, do you think his crimes, Bam the beat atrocity? Off. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I like Bam beat off. That's got a good ring to yeah. it. Do you think the atrocity of his crime is the equivalent of uh, Joseph Fritzl's crime? Do you think he's the U.S. equivalent of Joseph Fritzl?
3: I don't like the word equivalent because that implies that they sort of did similar things. But I definitely think it's as horrific. I mean, Fritzl fucked his daughter, spawned three or four kids, and maybe diddled the kids. But this guy diddled 103 children. In Disney-themed uh, rooms. Down to three months old.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's
3: he It's definitely equally... Or more horrifying, he had a sex dungeon that was Disney themed.
2: Yeah, no, it's awful. So, on the second wrong star scale, I don't think there's any score you can give it other than a five.
3: I can't think because even if he if he because usually it would say, well, if he killed the victim, then it would be worse. But if he would have killed the victims, then he wouldn't have gone on so long, right? Because he would have been immediately caught. Dude, think so about it's, it's five. This is five think about star. this way.
2: This kid will never be able to go to Disney World. Disney World's out of the question for any of these kids. I don't think the three-month-old will remember, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Repressed memories. They resurface. Really? She's going to be in the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Snow White's little uh, castle. Yeah, people shouldn't go to Disney World anyway. Anyway, yeah, because of that. So we're going to give that five stars. I don't know. this second story here, um, it definitely comes close. Uh, you know, we tend to avoid doing uh, the, the torture stories. Every week here on Sick and Wrong, it seems like just the random most-
3: child abuse. It's just there's so much of it. It's like, how would you even pick a story?
2: It's so commonplace. It's like every week we probably get like seven or eight torture stories where like a mother or parent torture their child.
3: Well, and half the time it's like a listener's own you know experience. Like I
2: beat the shit out of my step kid yesterday. Y'all want to talk about it? <laughs> and, and I know exactly. You're just like It's that, com- it's it's comm- it's that common. It's that common. Yeah. And so. You know, we we like to be original. We like to be cutting edge here on Sick and Wrong. And so we tend to avoid those stories, but this one I felt was unavoidable.
0: It's egregious. It's got a
2: twist. It's egregious. Okay. And so let me explain it here. Uh, So this came in from uh, X Ben. Ben wrote in, Oi, you fucking twats. I do love when English guys say, Mm Oi. Oi. Is this guy Uh, a mutant superhero, X Ben? He might be. He's, he's like the limey X-Man. His teeth are so mutated that yeah. they, they grow out like little other teeth and they shoot out of people.
3: He's got a football scarf that he can like whip 20 feet
2: out and rip some dude's head off. He can drink 50 pints of Stella and <laughs> still beat the shit out of his wife. Yeah, Some good powers. Here's a pretty sick and wrong story from here in Blighty. The good thing about this is it gives you the opportunity to try your fucking rubbish British accents, which don't ever sound British, but sound like retarded American wankers, which you are. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Wankers? Who are you calling wanker, mate? (laughs) That was horrible. I think the problem
3: is we don't know the difference between Australian and British. That's the primary problem. And there's a difference? (laughs) You're right.
2: There isn't. Anyway, I think the only difference between Australia and England is that the chicks are way better looking in Australia. That's true. Anyway, I love the show. It's literally the only thing I ever listened to, so I guess that makes me a retard too. <laughs> yes, it does, Ben. You're also retarded. We're all tards here. Weeble Wobble, one of us. <laughs> uh, family tortured man for benefit cash, then decapitated him. Hmm. It's like insult to injury. A vulnerable man was locked up for years and tortured for his benefit money before being decapitated and dismembered, and then having his body thrown into a lake. Oh, his welfare check! Whatever over there
3: they call it, my benefit money. I wonder how much they make. Oh, hello. Can I? Can I? Would it? Would it be a bother if I got my benefit check?
2: <laughs> hello. Plus, uh, I'm a Todd. It's time for my benefit money. <laughs> I'm a bit of a retard. This- I need
3: <laughs> I need my benefit money to get my tea and crumpets for the <laughs> afternoon tea.
2: Yeah, Marmalade. I wonder how much how much do you think they make off of uh raising a tard? Um sixty
3: seven pence and a shilling <laughs> or seven shillings and uh two farthings? So, some other
2: fucking two <laughs> denomination
3: of money that makes no sense
2: to me. Yeah, fairy land money. <laughs> A couple sheep. (laughs) (laughs) The body of Michael Gilbert was found last May in the Blue Lagoon, which is a nature reserve in uh, Arlesley, Bedfordshire.
3: Also a great movie if you want to see a a young Brooke Shields tits.
2: Yeah, but that wasn't at the Blue Lagoon in Arlesley, Bedfordshire. That was (laughs) like a tropical blue lagoon. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think Brooke Shields would swim in Arsley, Bedfordshire. Well,
3: you know, nowadays she's enormous, so nobody wants to see her tits. He had suffered. Actually, I do still.
2: (laughs) That's (laughs) a (laughs) lie. He had suffered years of violence and abuse at the hands of two brothers, their parents, and their girlfriends at their home in Luton, Bedfordshire, before he was killed at the age of 26. So this is what's interesting about this story, is it's not only just abuse. It's probably the most creative forms of abuse I have ever read. So Gilbert was repeatedly beaten by the family. So this is like a family affair. Uh Uh, They filmed the abuse on mobile phones. He was abused and assaulted primarily for entertainment. He was burnt, beaten, and his body still had air gun pellets in it when it was pulled out of the lake. (sighs) Air gun pellets. (sighs) Yeah. Horrible. And, you know, they they always claim that
3: England is so superior to America because they don't have the abundance of firearms. But look what can, you can do with an air gun.
2: Yeah, you can shoot retards. And yeah. it embeds the pellets inside of them.
3: And then you throw them in a lake. I mean, maybe, a, you know, one three fifty seven slug to the head would have been a little bit better than death by air gun Definitely pellet. put this
2: tart out of his misery. Really? All six are accused of familial homicide, which is the offense of causing or allowing the death of a child or a vulnerable adult. Uh, Gilbert's contact... What what makes an adult vulnerable? I'm pretty vulnerable. <laughs> in all honesty. You can tie your shoes, Wackerly. <laughs> Barely. You tie your shoes. Barely, look. They're coming untied as we speak. <laughs> How many um, MGDs did you drink today? I am capable of drinking, <laughs> so...
3: Okay. I'm invul- invulnerable to alcohol.
2: Gilbert met the Watt family when he was 15 years old. He met uh, James Watt, one of the brothers here, at a children's home. Inventor of the steam engine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, guy. I doubt it. He later lived with a family at various homes in uh, Luton, Bedfordshire. Uh, Gilbert had been homeless for parts of his life. He tried to escape the Watt family several times, but um, he was always recaptured and then put back under the control of the violent family. Every time he was returned, the violent would escalate. The violence would escalate to another level. Wow. He was hit with bats, shot, stabbed, and made to walk around the house just in his boxer shorts. That doesn't sound that bad. He was then forced to do chores for the family, and on many occasions was made to goad a pet lizard until it stung him in the face with its tail.
3: Well, that sounds like a Japanese game
2: show. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. You've got to give kudos to the family here for creativity.
3: It's like, it's like that, you know in the movie The Running Man? Of course you do. Oh, yeah. It's like that version of, of you know, uh, abuse, Hor- horrific, abuse, of a, abuse. <laughs> abuse of a, <laughs> a disabled person. It's you not know. child abuse, it's disabled abuse.
2: But what I'm saying, this is kind of why I love English comedy, because it's so creative. You can hear the Benny Hill music going on. <laughs> and it's all, it's a little bit sped up
3: to make it funnier.
2: He's getting hit with a bat, slapped in the face of a lizard. It's and then some,
3: you dude. know, erotic bird walks by in her skivvies.
2: Yeah, I mean, could you imagine being tortured by the cast of Monty Python? It would be hilarious and erotic. Hilarious and erotic, yeah. And creative. Yeah. In the months before Gilbert's death, the family stepped up the violence against him. He was forced to lie on his back while people jumped with both feet on his stomach. Uh, they occasionally <laughs> threw snooker balls at him. Watt's girlfriend, her name is Oldfield... Hit him in the stomach with a hammer. Uh, the court was told that in her diary, she described a game show where contestants would pay five pounds to slap Gilbert and 25 pounds to headbutt him in the face. But all the contestants are members of the Watt family. Yeah. It's just like it's step right up. It's a game show. Dude, the Brits love their game shows. Yeah.
3: Can I rewind it for a second? If I, Dee, if I ever come to you and say, hey, D, this is my new fiance. I just uh, proposed to her. Her name's Oldfield. <laughs> Just beat me to death and throw me in a lake. Dude, don't, d- don't let that happen.
2: Yeah, I, I don't understand. Is Oldfield like... I, I, can you picture what this English bird must look like? I can picture the teeth that she doesn't have. That's why they moved to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> They're not named Oldfield in Australia. No. But no, I mean, the, the Brits love their game shows. This is like uh, the tarred version of X-Factor. It's like beat the tart factor. Right. Yeah, Yeah. you know? I wonder if they, like, I wonder if the family kind of sat there and judged. Well, you did slap him in the head with a snooker ball, (laughs) jumped on his stomach, and then poked him in the face with a lizard. Would you like to phone a friend? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, he eventually died from this abuse. Uh, He was uh, killed and decapitated, and uh, they took his body. Well, he um, probably died from the decapitation. Yeah, he died from the decapitation. (laughs) Maybe maybe they're eventually bored bored with him. Um, And they weighed his body down with heavy stones in this lake here. Sounds kind of like a Nick Cave uh, song. (laughs) Yeah, Nick Cave. Weighed him down with heavy stones. The Todd's body sank to the bottom of the lake. It doesn't rhyme, but I'm working on it. So many Nick Cave songs has to do with the death of retards. (laughs) Um, Two dog walkers discovered a bag uh, by this lake, which uh, they told police had the smell of death. Inside the bag was Gilbert's torso, left forearm, both hands, his lower legs, and his feet. His knees, right forearm, and head were found earlier the month in another bag. The case continues.
3: If you're going to separate the bags, bag each part individually. That's the whole point.
2: I don't know, what what about lime? They probably ran out of ran out of know. bags. Well, I imagine this family once once convicted will probably get about 3 months in prison, a yeah. crumpet. Well, one of them will. Yeah, one of them will get. Somebody is going to stay home and
3: water the plants.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I I don't see them getting much. It's it's just the murder of a retarded fellow.
3: We're pretty sure they've learned their lesson.
2: So, in, in terms of abuse stories here, which we've done many on sick and wrong, this one ranks high for me. Yeah. You got I've never heard of abuse with a lizard. No, that's incredible. I like the game show I idea. I can't even
3: believe a lizard can survive in that shitty English climate. I'm
2: surprised they didn't just eat the lizard. Yeah. Yeah. You on know, a I stick, did. like a kebab. Yeah, I'm some you know, drunk on Stella. It, it you know, it looks like uh, boiled pizza. I would. It's a kebab. <laughs> I'm going to eat that. So the,
3: hey, set- the tail it hurt my tongue. Well you better not eat that then, love.
2: On the sick and wrong star scale, I'm giving this five stars for creativity. Five? Five stars, dude. Well, they killed the guy, dismembered him. Right, but they used him could... <laughs> in ways that you never would have imagined.
3: But there's ways it could be improved. How? The disabled guy could be played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ooh, that would be interesting. And he could have got one over on them. But I think then you're getting into the territory of like, then I would be rooting for the guy. But I still am rooting for the guy, but he died. But I'm just saying, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger could make uh, a late 80s blockbuster How about action this? movie out of this. Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger is one of the abusers. Billy Bob Thornton is the retard. Even better. So I'm giving it a 4.7. I rub you in the stomach with my face. <laughs> was that Arnold great. Schwarzenegger? Yeah, it was horrible. Really? I tried.
3: It was. There he sounded it. like the 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 prison uh, director from
2: Hogan's Heroes, which isn't what, <laughs> isn't what Arnold sounds like at all. But I give it a 4.75. 4.75. All right, we'll see what the listening audience has to say. People, you can decide who won episode 215, Go vote at sickerongpodcast.com. Well, luckily, uh, it's time to do some phone calls to SickAndWrongDrunk.com, a couple emails over to SickAndWrongPodcast at uh, Hotmail.com. Before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor,
1: AdamAndEve.com. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to AdamAndEve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual, I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you.
2: So There you go, AdamandEve.com. Just use DIDDLE when you're checking out. And uh, you can buy yourself a uh, dick sleeve for Masturbation March. I think that's the promotion we're doing. Masturbation. Well, we've got a couple phone calls here to the uh, Sick or wrong drunk dial line. People call us, 206-666-3846. Um, yeah, let's, let's uh, get to call number one.
1: Hey, you sick fucks. Uh It's me, not the van. I'm uh, just going to clarify a couple of your questions. Well, just one of your questions. Yeah, nobody knows about this story. Uh, you're the only ones in the world. So,
3: um, people might not remember, he's referring to, he he was one of the guys who called in a New Year's Eve story where he thought he got a Visine hot shot in his champagne and then shit all over his, uh, his friends were in a band and they had a van and he shit all over himself. Oh, this is
2: that guy, the Visine trick guy. So we asked if anybody
3: knew about it and he says that no, nobody does. Just to bring everybody up to speed. I didn't even remember that. So, uh, feel special guys, feel
1: special. And uh, I got another one for you. When I was in college, I used to uh, work as a local ice cream delivery man, uh, generally sometimes called Mr. Softy.
2: You know, that's a good job for a pedophile. Is
3: this David Lee Roth?
2: (laughs) Yeah, the ice cream man. If I I, was an ice cream man, I'd be playing that song all the time. Did he just say Mr. Softy? Yeah, Mr. Softy. Have you ever had Mr. Softy? I don't think so. Dude, Mr. Softy is amazing.
3: I mean, are we just talking about soft serve, or is this like the holy grail of soft serve?
2: It's the holy grail of soft serve ice cream. I remember when uh, in New York, I had a few friends that lived in, uh, in Manhattan, and there's a Mr. Softy everywhere. In Manhattan. And so I was walking my friend. Here. Is this
3: one one of those, like, oh, the bagels in New York are so much better than anything else? Oh, the pizza in New York is so much better. The, the soft serve ice cream in Manhattan is better than anywhere else. Dude,
2: it's, you know, first of all, I love soft serve ice cream. I, I, I feel I'm a bit of an aficionado okay. when it comes to soft serve. Right, I'll give you that. Damn good soft serve. Blows away Dairy Queen. Mr. Soft. But okay, no, what was cool about it is they're mobile. So you'd walk around, and all of a sudden you hear this music, and my friend is. He's a rotund person, and you know who I'm referring to. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as you would hear the chime of the the, the ring of it's like the, it was like a dog whistle. Sof- he hears it, it before like he anybody else. He was like, attention, and I've never seen a fat guy run so quickly. He okay. was just like a blur, just a fat blur, just running to the truck. I was like, what's going on? He's like, Mister Softy. As soon as he got up there, it's like, yeah, they, um, you know, you can get twists and sprinkles also it's great it's great mr softy yeah, well, i it it.
3: it it gets super fucking hot in new yeah. york city in the summer so you can really use some soft serve ice cream it's stuff. it's refreshing
1: softy which is just wrong in every way if you ask me and uh or skippy uh depending upon where you're at so i'm this guy during the summer drives around uh you know uses a Pavlovian response to get little kids to jump up and down and annoy the shit out of their parents. That's
2: what you are just describing. The fat, Pavlovian response. For fat 20-year-old men. Yeah.
1: Parents to uh, get a buck so that they can buy an ice cream off of me. Uh, it's probably the most fucking boring job you'll ever have. You spend the majority of the day by yourself.
3: Uh, <laughs> I used to go through production-run numbers and a spreadsheet for a factory for, like, Day after day after day, looking through a, a spreadsheet of numbers, looking for a specific like five digit code for hours and hours. Dude, I would
2: much prefer in a,
3: in a dusty room with no windows. I'd rather drive around serving. I ice would cream much kids.
2: prefer driving around serving ice cream to fat kids. You don't know, boring guy.
1: <laughs> the only thing positive is lonely milfs. Um, it's a plus. And uh, watching kids fight each other for their ice cream afterwards. <laughs> Or, uh, or the fat kid that'll uh, that'll eat a cookie sandwich and then uh, catch you on the next street and buy another one. That always uh, made me laugh. <laughs> um, so here's my story. Uh, one time, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever had a job or you're running around a truck all day. Uh, they're generally pretty bouncy. Um, and like I said, you know, it's boring. So you're you're scouting for any piece of uh, TNA that you can see, uh, just to keep the day interesting. So uh, you know, I'm scouting around. I have a stop. You know, fucking little kids. Not know his little rats. Uh, you know, get some ice cream. You know, I figure out how much money I'm making off of them. And uh, you know, I'm talking to her mom. She's kind of hot. You know, she give me the looks. You know, it doesn't really. Uh, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, they're they're home all day. They're willing to flirt, so it's nice. So, you know, I get in the car. It's bumpy. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about this milf, and you know, I, I start, start to get a chop. You know, and I'm still driving because that's what you do. you driving Curly. three miles an hour.
3: You ever got a boner from a bumpy ride?
2: No, I don't I don't understand. Like what kind of seat is he sitting in? Like one of those beaded seats or something yeah. that like is massaging his honest? <laughs> I I don't understand what gives him I've never got a boner just from a bumpy road and Maybe a car. he wants
3: to explore underwear opportunities with either more or less support. I don't know which way. Yeah, I, I'm Something's not sure. wrong.
2: Or maybe this MILF was exceptionally hot.
3: Or maybe he shouldn't be just stroking his cock <laughs>
2: as he's driving down the road. <laughs> and giving ice cream to children. Yes, yeah. I agree with you, Wackley. At least wash your hands. I was an hour through a neighborhood ringing a bell, you know. You're just taking time.
1: But, I, but, it, but it, you know, my mind's wandering here. So, you know, I got, I got, I got a hard on. What are you going to do? So, uh, of course, you know, I get stopped. Um, you know, some other kids that come around the corner, they're fucking jumping up and down. And now i got to get out. So... Uh, Instead of it being a milf with these kids it's uh it's grandma taking care of them during the day so grandma you know comes up and you know i get out and i'm f- fully aware that uh you know i'm staying in the detention and uh so i'm doing everything i can to hide this and i'm you know reaching in i'm trying to stand away from her and uh you know i hand the kids ice cream and man she catches a glimpse of my fucking member You know, standing up And she looks at me (laughs)
2: Engorged and turgid Dude, uh, can you picture this dude just standing there With a bunch of like You know, fudge (laughs) sticks in his hand Funchicles in his hand And he's got this big ass heart on And this grandmother's looking at him like Sadly, I can picture it perfectly (laughs) Why does he need to get out of the car? That's what I'm wondering
3: Oh, uh, I just—I think there's, you know, you're. Picture- why you lean out
2: the window? Well, you're
3: picturing the ice cream truck with the window that you stand. in. I think there's different kinds of ice cream trucks. So you just like go
2: in the back, at the ice cream come and out. Come out. This is why it helps
3: if you're going to be an ice cream guy to have a huge ice cream man gut.
2: Yeah, to Cause nobody's the
3: no straight no boner. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, the apron comes out to the edge of the gut, then hangs straight down. I mean, you could have, like, seven boners underneath there, and nobody would see it.
2: Or you could wear, like, a, a Mr. Softy ice cream suit, where your boner's, you know, inside the cone. Oh, you
3: mean you're actually dre- There's a Mr. Softy who's, like, an anthropomorphized ice cream guy?
2: Cums. I'm just giving Mr. Softy some ideas, okay? <laughs> don't they they don't have to be an Arabic gentleman that's like 50 years old that <laughs> smells like a camel's ass, you know, <laughs> giving you ice cream. All I'm saying is like, if you're an anthropomorphized ice cream guy standing there giving you ice cream. Even if he had a boner, it wouldn't matter.
3: I have no idea what you're talking about right now with this <laughs> Arabic guy, but let's listen to it. this. good; has got to end, so let's go. Me and looks at the kid,
1: and she goes, You're disgusting disgusting and grabs a little kid by the hand throws the ice cream on the ground (laughs) and runs away so now I'm just completely embarrassed you know it's a it's a shitty job in the first place you know but uh I I don't want to go to jail for people thinking I'm a pedophile you know popping a boner you know a five-year-old's face so I go back to work and I tell them uh you know what happened you know and You
3: know, we're smoking a bowl in the office. The Mister Softy job sounds pretty cool. I mean, he's saying it's really boring and shitty, but it sounds awesome.
2: How would you feel if you're this dude's boss? You're smoking a joint. Be like, dude, how was your day? God, this is rough. He's like, oh, you'll never believe it. I got out of the car, this huge raging boner, and I was giving like creamsicles to kids. And then this grandma saw me, saw my boner, got really upset. Uh Would that kill your buzz? No, dude.
3: The boss is going to be like, you're going to be like, oh, I'm so freaked out, I got a boner. The boss is going to be like, man, (laughs) I one time shit on a kid's face (laughs) and his mom walked out. I had 53 boners before you were in diapers. This guy's seen it all.
2: Best job ever. Really. We're eating eating
1: fucking Captain Crunches and, uh, you know, Spongebob Squarepants ice creams and, uh, you know, we're talking about it I'm like, listen, this is what happened, you know. Ran into a hottie, got in the truck, popped some wood, got stopped again. Uh, kid had no idea, even though it was right in his face. Or, her face. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the grandma saw it, and, uh, she, you know, she flipped out. You're probably going to get a call. He goes, ah, we didn't get a call. He's like, uh, you know, ride it out. See what happens if, uh, if I hear anything about it, we'll just switch your roots. Didn't even care. It's a great time. That's fucking sick and wrong. Don't let your kids eat ice cream off the street. Little. <laughs>
2: You know what? If I ever I told had kids, you. which I don't plan to, but if I ever did, I don't know if I'd let my kids go get ice cream from the Ice Cream Man.
3: Listen, you're never going to keep your kid away from adult boners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got to keep your kid away from all adults. And that means you have to watch them all the time, which sucks.
2: You know, I think parents could learn just, something. Just accept
3: the fact that your kid's going to be around a hard honor, too.
2: Yeah, I guess it's it's inevitable. I mean, you know, it's like, here's your kid, blissfully unaware, ice cream man, giving you the ice cream that you so incredibly desire, meanwhile he's got a full-on boner.
3: But that's the whole point. The kid doesn't even know the boner's there. He's just looking at the rocket pop. Grandma
2: does. The push-up.
3: Nana does. Well, that's grandma's problem. She's almost dead anyways, and frankly, (laughs) she should be dead already. She's just a leech on society right now. She's not producing anything. Fuck her.
2: (laughs) Well, um, you know what? I love Mr. Softy. People, if you live on the East Coast, go enjoy it this summer.
3: Now, do you like it better when the guy has a hard-on as he's serving it to you? Because you are old enough to realize yeah, that the guy has a boner. Know,
2: you know, it's most of the time I've ever had Mr. Softy, he's been in the truck, so I have no idea if he has a hard-on. You hope, though. Yeah. Well, of remember. course I'm hoping when I'm getting that ice cream. <laughs> Would you? Are there what? any like female Mr. Softies, Dude, it's Mistress called Mr. Softy. <laughs> right. Mr. Softie, I, you know, there should be.
3: You know, with like huge good, exposed cleavage, that would be extremely sexy. It's a
2: damn good idea for an ice cream chain. To just w- drive
3: around Williamsburg, can you imagine all the hipster money you would get? Oh my god, business idea that I just gave away.
2: I know, we gotta stop doing Tattooed that. Tattooed decolletage. Suicide girl, Mr. Softies. Holy fuck, you would make a mint. You would make a mint. And instead of blasting like the Mr. Softie theme song, Motorhead. Hipsters don't like Motorhead. Whatever, fuck them. Put
3: <laughs> like, like what's that?
2: Animal Factory or whatever. Neon Indian, Animal there you Collective. Go. Yeah. Collective. All right. well, what's called <laughs> Animal number...
3: Factory is the movie where where uh, Willem Dafoe rubs shit all over himself, <laughs> which is another good idea for an ice cream themed
2: restaurant.
1: <laughs> Next
2: call. What's call number two? D Lance Trey from Virginia
1: Beach, Virginia. Uh, just wondering, D, if you're uh. Your brother end up getting that PS3 on that scam he set you guys set you up with. That you had to sign up for, so he get it. But uh, let us know, man. Uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Later.
2: Dude, I swear to god, we talked about that. He did end up getting the PlayStation from that. It wasn't even really a scam. It was just more of an annoyance.
3: <laughs> it was a scam.
2: Well, how was that a scam? It's like he
3: Cuz you had to sign up for uh, you know, some video he game delivery me. service.
2: He pestered me till I would sign up for. It. He pestered 8 people to sign up for this this game pro, and, or the, whatever. and then you all
3: canceled it before it hit your credit card. Is that true?
2: No, no. It, we were charged nine bucks, and he would he paid us back nine dollars. You know that kind
3: of fucks your credit score, right? Like you open an a credit account and then you closed it just so your brother could have a free PS3.
2: I wouldn't. No, I don't think it does. I just yeah, canceled the account. I wouldn't even say it's. It didn't fuck
3: your credit score, but it definitely takes some points. No, I didn't
2: off. know what happened. Is you had to keep it up for a certain amount of time. So I opened it, ordered a game, got the game, then I canceled it. Right. Which I think you're fully allowed to do.
3: No, you're not. You're allowed to. I'm just saying your credit score is lo- lowered because you are frequently opening and closing accounts, which is a not
2: credit worthy behavior. Yeah, I never friend. realized that they're <laughs>
3: Are you trying to get a home loan anytime soon?
2: What about all those accounts from all those online porn sites I've opened and then shut down? That's, of not the cre- shame. that's
3: not credit.
2: Because of the shame.
3: That's not credit. Yeah, do you at least keep it open for the ninety-day period and beat off to your heart's content?
2: I, I I probably should, but no, he did end up getting a uh, PlayStation, and uh, I've been over to his house and I've, I've played several games. You know, you know what's weird about it though? I don't like going to his house to play games. I've I mentioned it before. I've described his house. It's like a it's it's like living inside of an ashtray. But it's like living Right in- at the
3: bottom. Not even surfing on the top where you get fresh air, but really at the bottom. And maybe like some rain got in and sort of it's like got that
2: weird wet ashes thing going on. Yeah, but you know, as his brother, I should be entitled to go over there and play video games all I want. Because and I, it's close by. I don't have a TV. He lives a block away. I don't have a TV. You know, I don't have a video game system. You know, it'd he be nice. Three, right? It'd be nice to go over there and play on his huge big screen TV and play, you know, PlayStation games. Uh-huh. But the reason I don't go over there is because his place is so completely uncomfortable.
3: It's taking years off your life every day you go over there. Well, you go in there; it's, and it's just not, like carcinogen. It's not even
2: secondhand smoke. It's like ten hand smoke because it's just—it's like only smoke. It's like you're sitting tenfold. Inside of, <laughs> yeah, it's tenfold smoke. But you're sitting inside of an ashtray combined with like a pool of anal lube. And, it's like there's lube everywhere and toxic mold. The only reason he wins in Tekken is because you can't hold the controllers. They're too slippery. <laughs> it's too slippery. It's too slippery. I'll play Tekken. I'll be like, oh, the controllers slipped out of my hands and again. And his
3: hands are so nicotine scarred and like calloused that he has extra gripping abilities.
2: Or you, you sit down on those disgusting turquoise blue couches you have, and the cushion sticks to your ass. <laughs> it's disgusting. I don't go over there anymore. I've never been there. Yeah, and then, you know what, Wackily, You never should.
3: But God of War 3 is coming out soon.
2: It's like, you know what? Wait, wait, did you hear me? (laughs) God of War 3 is coming out. I might go over there for that. Dr. Bradley... Uh, I'm
3: either going to buy my own PS3, or I'm going to be
2: forced to go over there. Put it this way, Wackily, Dr. Bradley had the Pinocchio Room. My brother has the Gollum Room. (laughs) It's the Gollum. You'd have to go brave the Gollum Room to play God of War 3. Is it worth it? Show out the money Remains for Remains to be seen. Show out your money for the PlayStation. I'm probably going to order one <laughs> but, uh, on Amazon tonight. Trav, um, yeah, he did get the PS3, so go bother your friends and get one too. What's the uh, third caller here?
0: Hey, Sick and Wrong. It's Mariah. I've sent you guys emails before. And, yeah, I, I don't even know. Anyway, I'm not drunk or high, but I almost was. Really, I almost was.
3: Alright, we're a third of the way in this call And there's been no content
2: <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering What is she, she basically said. About? Hi. So she said hi And she said she was almost drunk or high But
3: not really She's called before, but maybe not She's posted on the forum, but maybe not People, okay. if you
2: want to call the second wrong hotline Your call is definitely going to get played If you get to the point
3: Maybe we'll rehearse it a couple times in the mirror Yeah, write a script Although, although,
2: if you're a girl, we're we're much more likely to play a call, too. Because we think you might send us your tits. Yeah. So, I go to high
0: school, right? And, like, me and my friend got, like, this morphine. And we were trying to figure out how to do it because
2: we had never done that shit before. Hold on a second. Margaret. Did she just say morphine? She
3: got really quiet as she got to the <laughs> details. So, she says all this sort of random nonsense in a very, like... Articulate and and uh, uh, what's the word? No, uh, she, projected she, voice, yeah. and then
2: she gets to the details and like, oh yeah, me and my
3: friends got some morphine.
2: It's like she's whispering here. So what she said is, me and my friends got some morphine, and we didn't know how to do it. I wasn't getting any morphine yeah, where in the hell high does school. A high school kid get morphine? Is her dad like a dentist or something or a surgeon? They stole it.
0: on us, and then, so I got arrested, <laughs> it
2: was like, about a month ago, so I got suspended from school for like
3: two weeks. Well, you were doing class A narcotics in high school. I don't, you With know. Weed, smoking some weed is one thing.
2: Regardless of the class A narcotic, I would wreak vengeance on that chick that told about me.
3: After you came out of your after I got opium out of prison, stupor.
2: I got out of my opium stupor and was allowed to go back in school. I would make that girl's life a living hell. Just, uh, just remember that there, Mariah.
0: And then I got up for an expulsion hearing, but then I was allowed to go back to school. And I just wanted to tell you guys about that because the entire time I was suspended, I was listening to Sick and Wrong podcast.
3: While I was doing the rest
2: of the morphine. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> the best way to do it
2: Yeah, I wonder Did she get to do the morphine? Or did they no, not, not, not know unclear. how to do it? Yeah, it, it's she kind says of says they didn't know
3: how to do it But uh, Do you think it was like In injectable form And they just didn't have a syringe? Dude, or you can
2: drink that shit You, you can, can put it, it in some right? Kool-Aid uh, I don't know if It's usually liquid yeah. the only that You can either shoot it or drink it But I've done shots of morphine Hmm and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a very fun drug. Although, Sick and Wrong does not endorse the use of illegal narcotics.
3: It's also very fun if you're, like, in the trenches of World War II and you get your foot
2: amputated. Yeah, that's when we endorse the use of illegal narcotics. <laughs> like, that's of, a good narcotics. use of morphine. Yeah.
0: And it made me feel a whole lot better.
2: <laughs> listening to the show, not the morphine. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, listening to the show.
0: So, yeah, you guys are awesome. Uh wrong,
2: I'll probably be calling again sometime when I actually have something sick to tell you. Uh, alright. I love you, D. Bye. Well, what? She loves you, D? <laughs> did she just say, I love you, D? I thought she said, I love you. No, she said, I love you, D. Is she, love you, D? Okay, wow, thank and you, And then, then Jim, she omitted
3: right? maybe the end of the statement. But, um, I, I just want to make sure that you know, she listened to the show and felt better um The point of the show is not for people to listen and say, lots of people do sick and wrong shit, so I'll just be sick and wrong too. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the point of the show. You don't want to be one of the three stories at any time in the future.
2: That's what I'm saying here. It's like, you know what, Mariah? I kind of hope you never really learn how to do morphine because then you're not going to be like 10 years from now working at your Kmart job, still listening to Sick and Wrong. And just kind of laugh and be like, yeah, remember when they played my morphine call? Yeah. Because it's not funny at that point. Oh, wait, my morphine. My morphine, where is it? (laughs) Seriously, the point of this show is kind of like the point of All in the Family, which everyone completely missed. If you remember All in Most the Family with did, Archie yeah. Bunker, right. it's their, their, they did that show to skewer racism and show how pointless racism is and racist beliefs yeah. and how, how ridiculous it is. I don't think is. we're
3: even as subtle as that. But.
2: No, we're not. But I mean at the same time, it's like here we are ridiculing these sick and wrong yeah. and atrocious acts. The we're not endorsing. Fan- we're not condoning these acts. We're not telling young kids in high school – Dude, get as high as you can. Just keep doing drugs. Do some morphine. Do some heroin. Get some PCP. But I think we're, you, we're not you, make a, that. you make a
3: good point. I think the biggest fans of the Archie Bunker show were the racists. And exactly. That's
2: what happened with it. And we
3: might be in in the a problematic area where the biggest fans of our show are the sick and wrong people. I'm just hoping
2: that uh, the, the enlightened folk listen to our show for the humor. Okay, we're talking about the ten percent. We're, we're there. not preaching. We're not preaching here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. But uh, Mariah, you know, good luck with that. I'm glad you didn't get expelled, and uh, you're back in school. And next time you do drugs, do drugs with people you can trust.
3: Do drugs you can figure out.
2: <laughs> yeah, do, do drugs like put you know the to weed in
3: the bong, put your finger on the carb,
2: pull it, take your finger off, and that's take, an take a hit. That, that's a good. Uh, we we maybe, recommend maybe, marijuana. You know, eat a mushroom. Don't drive afterwards. And uh, make sure you wear a condom when you have sex with your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> People can call Cigarong Hotline at 206-666-3846. Uh, you can also email us at CigarongPodcastHotmail.com. We've got a couple of emails, and we've got to get out of here. But uh, one of these emails came from Dusty. He goes, hey, Dean Lance, I'm a farmer, and I see some pretty sick stuff in my day. A farmer named Dusty. Dusty. Typical. It's a great name for a farmer. Yes. A friend told me that Lance said his dick was the size of a tit on a cow. Well, you said that, and now you No, had no, no, the nipple. <laughs> the tit, nipple. Well, the nipple. Tit, nipple, same thing. <laughs> a tit and a nipple is the same okay, thing. Okay, all right, the teat. The teat how, of a cow. How do you cow. make
3: five pounds of fat attractive?
2: How? Put a nipple on it. <laughs> <laughs> the teat of a cow. Yes. You said that, and now you had a, admitted that you have a two-inch cock. Good job. I know. Maybe, maybe he was referring to a bull there,
3: Maybe your cows have some <laughs> short-ass nipples, but the ones that I've seen are like five inches.
2: <laughs> anyway, here's my story. It's a personal account from last fall. For you deer hunters, you know about the blue tongue. Anyway, it's a disease that kills deer. So me and my buddy were hunting, and we came across this deer that had died from blue tongue. When things die, they swell with gas. Well, it was like a big balloon. So he got the good idea of kicking it. And when (laughs) he kicked it, it pretty much blew up, and we were covered with deer guts and God knows what else. This had never happened before. It exploded when it exploded on us. A few weeks later, we got a late season pass to hunt since we were unsuccessful. The disease would spread, and there are more and more deer dying from it. This is difficult to read, because it's not the most grammatically correct email I've ever had.
3: You're doing a great job.
2: Anyway, beer, beer, and more beer gave us the bright idea that we should blow all of these diseased deer up. <laughs> so we cut a hole <laughs> so, so
3: let me, the let me, Can I embellish a little bit? So they go all the way through deer season, don't actually kill a deer, and they bought this permit, right? So the state's like, oh, well, poor you, we're going to... Let you get a special permit that's going to let you hunt for like another two or three weeks or something. And so at this point, now there's all these dead deer, <laughs> blue tongue disease that are like bloated <laughs> laying around. It's like going through like, you know, you know what, when you go to Chuck E. Cheese and there's like that ballroom? room <laughs> where, yeah, you, go where like, you
2: go and play, and the, you go the play in the balls. You go play in the
3: balls. Babies love balls. Uh, so it's like that. There's just all these like bloated deer balloons just, <laughs> just ready, ready to wait. be exploded are, yeah, but these guys are wading through them looking for a live one to shoot <laughs> then they get drunk and they're like we should just go kick all these till they explode like that other one wasn't that awesome
2: he says we had the beer gave us the bright idea that we should blow them all up so we cut a hole in their sides put m somethings in it lit oh. them and ran there were deer guts everywhere so they're actually firecrackers involved yeah, it's kind of like apocalypse now, but with rednecks, beer, and deer. Um, I know this is not going to make it onto the show, but I no, think just you need did. a real story from a redneck. Congratulations, there, Dusty. Your story made it on the show.
3: So the funny thing is, you know, his name's Dusty. He's like that's he's a typical farming, hunting guy from what Iowa. Uh, you know, he doesn't say. Oh, sorry. But um, your sister works for an incredibly gay guy. <laughs> Named Dusty. Who's also named yeah. Dusty, so the name works in either case.
2: Yeah, no, it can go for gay guy or it can go for redneck. Yeah. It's a very versatile name.
3: I mean and your sister's boss is extremely flamboyant. He's like a wedding planner. I don't think Can't my sister, get much more gay than that. I
2: don't think my sister's boss is sticking M eighties inside bloated dead deer. Yet
3: the name is still appropriate in either <laughs> condition.
2: Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, second email we got here was from Dave in the UK. He goes, hey, I saw this site. Thought you guys might like it. Can't think of a more sick and wrong site, apart from your own, of course. He sent us a link to seemerot.com. Do you see this site?
3: I heard about Is this where they put the webcams inside the they coffin? They put a
2: webcam inside the coffin. You I want see, that. You can see your relatives decay. Well, I want it's people to see me decay. I you know I don't think it's that bad of an idea. Like if like let's say it's my di- it's a my dying wish. You know, God forbid you die prematurely. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't mind just having like doing the show and having the cam on you. Right. And then we well, could you should just get post a mic. You cam. should put a mic in there also. What are you just gonna hear? Just like the uh, the gas maggots? bubbles escaping. The gas bubbles and the maggots. I like. <laughs> People, go check it out. Seemerot.com. Thank you, Dave, for sending in that I site. really
3: do want that. A, I want I want to be miked, camera would thermo-imaged, everything.
2: No, I think I, think I would be I want to put up great. on the
3: on the tubes.
2: Yeah, I kind of wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, people, if you haven't already, uh, now's the time to go check out the Sick and Wrong Forum. There's a lot of people signing up. we got over 4,300 members and counting. Uh, oh, I want to make a forum announcement. Yeah, I wanted to bring this up, actually, Um I noticed in the announcement section, well, you made go. an announcement about sick and wrong, soft and warm week. Please what? explain this. What are you talking about? Well,
3: you and I last week were, were uh, you know, not lamenting, but discussing the fact that, you know, there's a lot of people that sign up for the forums, but... but Proportionally not a lot of people who actually post. And the sick and wrong form all forums on the internet, like the whole internet, can be a harsh land. It's like, you know, the road warrior, you know, post apocalyptic. You have to have a thick skin to surf the tubes. Might makes right. You know. And you're gonna do, be mean, bullied.
2: Think about it. It's like nine times out of ten, you're talking to a big fat, white virgin who never leaves his parents' basement.
3: But that's why he's more powerful than you on the the intertubes, because he's always there. Anytime you post, but he's there to you know immediately there. belittle you, immediately point out all your flaws, where you just foibles. maybe want to casually drop in and post some sick shit, look at some titties.
2: Talk about how nice the titties are. So are you saying you're offended by the internet trolls?
3: No, no, no. I love it. But I would like to have a reprieve, a short reprieve. I'm not saying I want the form to change, but I want to say this. For three points, it's the end of Black History Month, right? 2010.
2: I had no idea. I totally forgot it was Black History (laughs) Month.
3: February. Because we have a black president now. Oh, yeah. But don't let that lessen the impact. (laughs) Also, my birthday is coming up on March 6th.
2: Oh, yeah. I know that.
3: Thirdly, we need more people to post actively on the forum. It's getting a little stale. or you know, I'd like it to be less stale. The whole internet's stale.
2: I still enjoy it. Here's, a lot my of a, pro- here's
3: my modest proposal. Not an interesting post. Here's my okay, modest, what's your proposal? My modest proposal is everybody in the forum should eat their children. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: <jumping>. starvation. <laughs> uh, no.
3: no, for a week, uh, it's going to be the soft and warm forum. February 28th to March 6th, I'm proposing Soft and Warm Forum, which is just basically... If you go read the post, you get all the details, but it's just basically like people who are too scared to post, just post, everybody will be friendly, maybe some old posters who got bored with all the hostility will come back, like Mad Posty and Kendra and uh, Ams and uh, BK I even saw was posting a little bit this week, maybe yeah, yeah, that in, was in great. anticipation of a soft and warm week. Uh, liver sack maybe could come. Oh, out. Chicken Fista, who He's was like not a soft and warm guy, though. <laughs> the biggest asshole that's ever posted to the forum. I kind of suspect maybe he was one of BK's alter egos, but maybe not. Uh, I don't know. But what just,
2: you're saying is a lot of people were driven away from the forum because I, of. All I these, don't know. All the antagonism. The I, I suspect.
3: I could be wrong. Maybe this will go off. Maybe this will be a big dud.
2: So, so it's I'm not going
3: to police it. It's not like I'm going to delete people's posts. But here's what I will do. If people on the forum behave for a week on balance, I'm sure there will be some random offenses. People will get drunk and go back to their old ways. I will post a picture of my man rack.
2: Oh. You're going to see see wackily man tits on your birthday?
3: And I'll leave it up to the... If people behave. I'll leave it up to the members where they want me to shave or manscape or leave it in its natural Sasquatchy glory. Are Um, you going to write... Or maybe all
2: three. Are you going to write sick and wrong on your man booth? I'll do anything anybody wants. Wow. There you go, people. Waggly is throwing down the gauntlet. That's
3: if everybody behaves. So this has got to be collective action. Like, if one person really fucks up egregiously...
2: It's it's over. So you're saying you can still post disgusting, sick, and wrong stuff, but when someone signs up for the forum, oh, don't yeah, yeah. badger them to see their tits. <laughs> don't to, berate them.
3: I'm not saying not to post gross shit. I'm not saying. I'm just saying don't abuse other new members okay, or existing be members. Okay,
2: a friend, a soft and warm reception to new members.
3: Yeah, you can post as much racist and sexist and disgusting and whatever else ist or ing things you can think of. I'm just saying, you know, new people should be able to post and not be abused for one week, and then after the week, abuse away.
2: All right. Well, there you know, Wackley, I think that is a, uh, an acceptable challenge. We'll see. There you go, people. Challenge is issued. Wackley is showing down the uh, the gauntlet. You get to see his man boobs on March 6th on his birthday if you behave yourselves. We'll, we'll see. Go check out sigrong form Wrong Forum, the com. There's a link right on the main page. Subscribe to the show on iTunes and Definitely leave us a comment. You're giving us really good exposure. I noticed today we're on the main page of the U.S. I know we do pretty well in the U.K. iTunes, but on the U.S. iTunes, we've got a lot more competition, yeah. but we're up in the ranks today, actually. The main comedy quite well. page. The main comedy page. The main comedy podcast page. Main comedy podcast <laughs> yeah. page. We're on the main, page. We're not on, on the main, there. main page. We're on the main, main, page. <laughs> on the main page. Yeah. So thank you, people. And uh, you know what? Just go to your friends' houses and go on their iTunes and subscribe to the show. Do it furtively. Don't, don't, don't even let them know. Do it surreptitiously. Just you know, They'll find out later. Your friend's dad doesn't even know what a podcast is. Yeah, exactly. I signed, my, I signed the rabbi up for Sick and Wrong. Yeah. He's a big fan. He even wears a shirt. So thank you for uh, supporting the show on iTunes. Also, the best way single-handedly to support the show is to buy a Sick and Wrong t-shirt and represent... In your community, become a member of the Swarm, Sickerong Army, by uh, wearing a Sickerong T. Just go to the Sickerong store right on our main page, com. Finally, here, Sickerong's song of the week was sent in via Kitty. She says, Here's a song called If I Ruled the World by Futuristic Sex Robots. I think Lance may like this one. I
3: do like robots.
2: So it's it's you know I've never heard of this band but I kind of like the song. So we're gonna end the show this week with uh, a song called "If I Rule the World" by Futuristic Sex Robots. Thank you, Kitty, for that. People will be back next week with episode two sixteen. Till then, take it, please. Good night. In my world,
5: Linux never existed. Linus Torvalds. Was- born disfigured it was too much for his parents to take so they locked him in the car and they pushed it in a lake steve jobs was murdered by his gay lover elf and i finished off bill gates by myself if i rolled the world your door would be unlocked and i'd teach your mom not to fear my cock i'd download all my music and mp3s wouldn't fear retribution from record companies movies would be free cause they all suck cock and i wouldn't have armageddon busting up my block All the hackers would unite I'd free all my sons Have a picnic at the beach, fly an internet kite Like diamonds and pearls If I ruled the world Furries wouldn't get to fuck underage girls If I ruled the world, I'd make the man give me head Begin into Fark and delete all of the threads Release all the info that wants to be free And convince the music biz not to fear MP3s Make Bill Gates made to build the monorail Replace the viaduct and get my friends out of jail Give the world iPods made of solid gold And release the cure for the common cold
3: my ways, and the nerdcore scene wouldn't hate on gays, if I ruled the world, my cock would be long, and I'd rock a land party in an edible thong, I'd find a genie, and he'd me three wishes, motherfucker,
5: they're all about penises, my world was perfect till I got high on meth, and then I got that horse to fuck me to death.
3: Company announcement: Somebody's eating uh, more than their fair share of pretzels. <laughs> when you eat the last pretzel, pretzel, pretzel going on in the back there. When you eat the last pretzel, you need to refill the pretzel caddy. <laughs> the pretzel caddy. <laughs> Company policy. I didn't empty it. There's one pretzel left. <laughs> Who be eating my pretzels again?